This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Money Talks on MPB Think Radio. Kevin Farrell here with Chris Burford, credit counselor and educator for Clearpoint Credit Counseling Solutions, and Nancy Lotter-Janderson, associate professor of finance at Mississippi College, president of New Perspectives. It's Tuesday morning, so that means it's time for us to help you with your personal finance questions. Also today, we'll talk about the best and worst ways to spend holiday bonuses, and we'll go over some holiday tip and gift-giving etiquette. You can join our conversation this morning if you have a personal finance question or if you'd like to share how you uh, what you do when you get some extra money. You can give us a call this morning. The phone number is one eight seven seven mpb ring Our phone number is one eight seven seven six seven two. 7464. You can always email the show as well. It's money at mpbonline.org. So good morning. Hope that you're both doing well this morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, anything exciting happen over the weekend? Mm, I'm just trying to think through. Um, uh, my wife and I got out and we did a little shopping. Um, she was glad I went with her and uh, I enjoyed it, but it was cold and a little rainy, but um, uh, that's about it. Um uh, we have our tree up. We did that very quickly uh, compared to previous years. So we're we're not ahead of the game, but I, we feel like we're in good shape to this point. Well, we have a baby tree at my house since uh, we're going to be gone for a good part of the holidays. And so we just, you know, did the Big Lots fake tree, which kind of goes against my grain here. But it's just a little small tabletop tree so we can have a little festivity in our house. Uh, I can't have a tree in my house due to the, the cat, four-legged right. creature. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. He, last year, he uh, would knock ornaments off, and that escalated. I had also had a small tree, a live tree. Uh, that escalated him actually pulling the entire tree down. So at that point, it was like, okay, pack up the Christmas things. And so he's the Scrooge, I guess you could say. But yeah, that, uh, he, loves, uh, he loves knocking things off counters and that sort of thing. So I think the, uh, all the dangling Christmas ornaments were, were too much for him to, uh, to ignore. Also, about uh, a Christmas gift for my brother. It was a book, and it came, and it is the heaviest, one of the heaviest books I've seen in quite a while. Uh, it's uh, <clears throat> the story behind every Rolling Stones song ever written. And so it's quite hmm. a thick tome. And so I've got it in my spare room waiting I mean, to... The story is probably longer than the lyrics, <laughs> I would guess. But I've got it stored away, ready to wrap it, and I have stubbed my toe on it twice. So it's a very, it's been a very painful gift. But I, I need to move it out of the way so I don't mess it anymore. But it, it, I think it's, uh, it, I think he'll enjoy it. We're big Rolling Stones fam, uh, uh, f- fans in the family, so and it's, uh, like I say, it looks like it's an exhaustive thing. And of course, those guys are getting really old, aren't yes, they? Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> when you've been around as long as they have, you've got a lot of songs to talk about. <laughs> So uh, what about some financial news in the news? Well, we had a new jobs report. We always get jobs numbers the first Friday of every new month, and that tells us what happened the previous month. And uh, so we saw an ad- jobs added of 178,000 jobs, which is good, not fabulous, but it's good. Our unemployment rate, which is another uh, piece of of data that we then track uh, is down to 4.6%. It is very low. Those numbers bode well as we go into the Christmas season. That means people are going to be feeling more comfortable about their employment and their income, and maybe they will spend more. So we're hearing kind of a mixed bag so far on retail. We're just watching those numbers to see how it ends up. 
we have some open phone lines. So if you have a personal fence question for us this morning, or uh, as we're going to be talking about uh, some ways to spend a holiday bonus, but we can kind of uh, broaden that out and say, you know, when you get a windfall, some extra money, uh, what are some maybe good ways and not some good ways uh, to, to uh, spend it or invest it? Uh, so if you have some thoughts along those lines as well, you can give us a call. The number is one eight seven seven mpb ring Our phone number is one eight seven seven six seven two. 7464. You can email the show money at mpbonline.org. Nancy, last week you talked about transferring uh, stock to a charity. This uh, email says, uh, please explain about donating the mandatory withdrawal from an IRA to a charity to avoid adding that amount to your income for the year. Is there a maximum donation? Can you donate only part of the mandatory withdrawal? Um, I, I think you can do the whole thing. Now, how much you can uh, use as a donation in that year depends on all of your other income, and you'd have to talk to your CPA about that. But um, that is one trick. So if you don't need to take that money out and use it, but you're going to be required to, that's what an RMD is, a required minimum distribution, you can then have it go straight from your IRA account to a recognized charity. It has to be a recognized charity that's registered um, and is tax exempt, and it's not, you know, to your um, sister or brother or a grown child. Um, and uh, that way it doesn't come into your pockets. It's not counted as income. And so that's one way. If you, if you plan to give it away anyway, that's a good thing to do. We have got a caller on the line, so we're going to start things off by going to Vicksburg and saying good morning to Paula. Hello, Paula. Hello. You can hear my dogs in the background. Okay. But um, I don't have a money thing. I just heard you say that you don't have a Christmas tree because of the cat. Right. So I heard on, I can make fun of myself for listening to Martha Stewart, but she hung a smaller tree from the ceiling and decorated it down so that the cat wouldn't get in it. Just thought I would share because I don't want you to ruin your uh, Christmas decor. Really? You need to have a tree, so just, you know, hang it from the ceiling, Kevin. Just like you could, yeah. How did, how did... Light it up and it replaces a light fixture or something or even in the corner, and you can still have a tree even with your cat. Huh. That's an interesting thought. All right, Paula, thanks for the call. I, it, how would you attach, I mean... Well, I mean, you'd have to have some sort of hook in the ceiling, right. wouldn't you, mm -hmm. with it, you know, tied up there. And um, and knowing my cat, he would sit under that thing and just stare at it all day, trying to figure out how to get up at it. The funny thing I, I mean, I'm trying to imagine that, though, you know, I'm, I'm trying to imagine this tree hanging from your ceiling. That, that would be in, unusual. In, yeah, yeah, um, like you might walk under it 10 times and not even realize it's there. <laughs> It's a giant mistletoe-like thing. You could yeah, that's what it would be like. It would be like a mistletoe <laughs> hanging from the ceiling. But yeah, that cat, he will sometimes sit there and stare at what appears to be, I guess, some sort of bug or something. And I'll look where he's looking and I don't see anything. But he, you know, cats get very intense when they see something that they want to go after. So I think you uh, have a crazy cat. It, well, I'm not, not arguing with you on that one. So uh, we're... Uh, I'm getting some flea treatment. Uh... Speaking of cats and dogs, do you know that we're going to spend about $62 each on our pets for, for... Christmas? That doesn't surprise me. And millennials no. spend more than that. They spend an mm -hmm. average of $81 on their pets. What, do you think it's like clothing or 
treats or toys? Well, or? I, I have some clients who, who buy clothes for their mm-hmm. animals because they dress them up and send us pictures all the time, and they're <laughs> wonderful. Um, but it's treats, and it's, you know, they have their own stocking. And certainly my dog has a stocking at my house. Uh, we have one in our store. Yeah. We've had it for years. Because they're members of the family, That's right? right? That's, That's right. Yeah. And they have that thing now, I think it's called BarkBox, that you can send. It's a subscription thing, and every month they send you a whole box full of dog-related things. So, Well, you might as well just, just get a soup bone every month, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> My cat uh, has torn up the last thing I bought for him, a scratching post. He loves it so much. I looked at it the other day, and he's almost completely destroyed it. So it's an odd thing. It's a cat that chews on things like a puppy. I've never seen that before, but any sort of cardboard box or whatever... He'll just chew it to pieces. So I, you know, let him go at that. But like he said, he loves that scratching post. But boy, he he has really gone after it. So, but yeah, I think that's right. Is that you know, it's, if if you spend sixty dollars on your pet, you know, ten fifteen dollars on your family members, that seems about <laughs> right. Because <laughs> your pets are nicer to you, right? <laughs> that's right. You know, and I'm and, I, and maybe I'm wrong here, but I, I think you know, just here in the local market, I've seen more. I guess uh, pet stores open up. I think getting mm-hmm. more competitive, mm-hmm. there's more advertising, and, and it all makes and sense. And the big area is in exotic pets, and so you can really drop big bucks there. We are looking for your personal finance questions this morning. Also, we'll talk about some uh, gift, uh, some tip-giving etiquette for the holiday season. And also, uh, if you have a holiday bonus or if you come across a, a windfall of money throughout the year, uh, what's the best way, uh, what's the best thing to do with it and some of the worst things to do with it? The phone number is one eight seven seven. MPB ring. That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Send an email to money at mpbonline.org. Our producer uh, Sam Wells actually found this uh, tipping guide from the Emily Post Institute. So I guess she's the kind of the expert on uh, etiquette and those sorts of things. So if you would uh, anything when we look at the list here, anything kind of stick out, uh, kind of catch your attention uh, on the list here. I would say, and again, it doesn't pertain to us right now, but, um, uh, you know, at the top of the list was a babysitter. And I know during the holidays, people or adults are going places and doing things. And uh, if you got small children, there's babysitters. And, and so uh, outside just paying the babysitter, I think, you know, this time of the year, they kind of tip because kids, probably babysitters stay a little bit longer than normal. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, But, you know, they're... Uh, other one was uh, when I say daycare provider, we I kind of say slash teacher, uh, and a lot of students always are carrying gifts. I hope your students bring you a lot of gifts, Nancy. Well, um, depends on their grade. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but uh, and I know there are a lot of other ones down here, but uh, yeah, those are the two that kind of stick out in my mind and relevant, kind of in our area or our family in a way. Right. So, so it says a regular babysitter, you should give cash up to one evening's pay. And also a small gift from your child, which to me seems it's a good idea. Kind of get your kids uh, the idea of giving and, and giving back uh, during the holiday season. So that's well. Uh, but with this, it's really all about our. These are service providers mm-hmm. that you're dependent on, and you want them to think favorably about you and do a good job for you. And this is a reward for having done a good job and been there for you the past year. But also you want to put it in their minds that they should be available when you call the next time. And so it's really, um, in many cases, it's very self-serving. It's This is somebody who's been uh, helping me with something, doing me favors. 
I want them to be um, available and not going, oh, I just can't make it that time. I th- that's a good way of thinking about it. it, it it's, it's an investment uh, in, it is. in your future, it is. as it were, then. Hey, we need to take a quick break. When we get back, well, we're going to be looking for your personal finance questions. Also, we'll dive into the best and worst ways to spend a holiday bonus or a windfall of cash. And we'll also continue to talk about who to tip and how much uh, for the holidays. You're listening to Money Talks on MPB Think Radio. We'll be back with more after this. Support for MPB comes from Kyle Wynn & Associates, an elder law firm with offices in Ridgeland, Diamond Head, and Hernando, assisting clients throughout the state with estate planning, including trusts, avoidance of probate, and nursing home asset protection. Details at kyle-wynn.com. This is an important message for all MPB viewers who use an antenna to receive MPB TV. On Monday, December 12th, our Dot One and Dot Two channels will change. MPB HD will move to Dot One. A brand new 24-7 children's channel, PBS Kids, will premiere soon on Dot Two. Subchannels Dot Three and Four will continue to carry Create TV and MPB Think Radio just as before. Cable and satellite viewers shouldn't be affected. If you have questions, please visit our website at mpbonline.org. Hi, I'm Nina Totenberg. You can support the programs you love by donating that unwanted vehicle. It's served you well over the years and can still get you around town, but let's face it, it's just taking up space. Donate it today. It could be worth hundreds of dollars to this station, and you could get a tax deduction. And thank you. Go to mpbonline.org and find the contribution link on our homepage. We appreciate your support of our programs. Welcome back to Money Talks on MPB Think Radio. Kevin Farrell here with Chris Burford and Nancy Lotridge-Anderson. Uh, today we are talking about uh, if you have a holiday bonus or if you come into a windfall of some extra cash, what are the best and worst ways to spend that? Also, we're talking about who and how much to tip uh, on the holiday season. And also, more importantly, we're looking for your personal finance questions. So if you have one, you can give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one eight seven seven six seven two. 7464, you can email the show money at mpbonline.org. So, Nancy, we want to give you uh, a few minutes to brag on your community. I know, because how could I miss this one? Because uh, the Clinton Arrows won the state championship in football, and we are very proud of them. This is was just an exciting thing for us in town. And um, we're all tracking Cam Akers, who's our star quarterback, and uh, watching to see where he goes. And um, so it's going to be exciting for us. We'll bring in our sports uh, expert, Sam, our producer. Sam, uh, any buzz on on where he's uh, going to end up? I don't know. Uh, I'm, 
there's always buzz on where players like that are going to end up, Kevin. I'm also a Clendero alum, so I got to. That's right. Yeah. I gotta, uh, well, well, I the deal in my about. house, Sam, is is that he's going to wait to see how yeah. the um, series ends in football. That's the that's uh, what it appears to be. So we'll we'll see what happens. I know uh, folks in state wanting him to stay home and go to Ole Miss, and a lot of other people want him to go out to LSU or maybe uh maybe uh Ohio State. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Whoever be, can uh, give him the most money. Oh, we're going no, to wish him the best. <laughs> we're going to wish him the best. No, and yeah. Well, uh, and Nancy, I got a, uh, I got a, uh, a late night email or text message from uh, your daughter and son-in-law about the Arrows winning the title. Oh, as we are yes. All alums, so, well, uh, it was from, late night for us, from, and uh, it was way, way late early, for them. Yeah, way, way early in the morning. Way so early in the morning. From uh, from Starkville to Clinton to Paris, mm. everybody was watching that game. So something. Well, global party going on for the Arrows. So, <clears throat> also just a reminder, uh, you can always hear a sound. And our his colleague Jay White on uh, uh, season pass every Thursday at ten on MPB Think Radio. A little bit of cross promotion there. All right, so uh, say that you've got a little holiday bonus. I I didn't realize that people still get holiday bonuses. Yes, they do. But uh, it's very common. What, is, I guess it varies between business to business, but is it usually a percentage? How do you think most uh, businesses kind of figure that out? Uh, you know, I, I think uh, it depends on the size of the business and uh, is it part of a profit sharing plan as they look at their overall year? If it's a smaller business, I know in my business, we just look at what kind of year we've had and what we have available, what we've done in the past, and we try to make some uh, sort of contribution to their Christmas season at this time. All right. So we're going to go through a number of pairs of, of good good ways and bad ways to, to spend the money. The first one, uh, a, a good way to spend that extra holiday bonus is to invest in yourself. Uh, use the cash to create money-making opportunities down the road to build your wealth. Uh, any ideas on, on what someone might do with the, to do that kind of invest in themselves? Well, I mean, you could um, take a class. And so that's a great way to invest in yourself. If your employer doesn't already offer some sort of um, reimbursement on education, this could help you in your career by adding classes, adding a degree, um, or adding some sort of class that offers a specific skill. And then on the other side, the worst way, and this is bad news for me, it says to splurge on a new wardrobe. Uh, You might see the bonus as a way to upgrade your wardrobe with some designer threads or shoes. Uh, but uh, that's not, according to this, a very good idea. Although I, I will agree with this. It says uh, if you need to buy um, a suit or something, you know, something that you want a, a business uh, suit, you know, one suit would be good. Uh, but the, it's funny. It says uh, don't give in to the urge to buy the latest sneaker or trendy pair of jeans. So oh, uh, yes. that's uh, one yes. thing I fall victim to all the time. Now, so. I, I would <laughs> say that that doesn't bother me as much as, as in, in, and I, I kind of, Reference this is um, if I'm going to go somewhere and just kind of throw my money down the drain, and when I walk away, I'm not going to have any left. And um, a lot of times it uh, it could be um, uh, I don't know. I'm just going to say you know could I gamble my money away? You know, and um, that might be something you have to think about there. So, and I guess uh, maybe if you depending on what you buy, like I said, if you buy a nice say a suit that you could wear, right. I mean that year, is basically an investment. In uh, your career, if you're purchasing some clothing that help you, helps you look more professional at work, uh, helps you in your position and, and promotes you, then that would be a positive. 
But yes, the 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 flashy sneakers, but don't the trendy, get trendy. Player jeans. Don't no, get that's, trendy. Yeah, that's that's not good. That's not certainly an investment in in your career. Uh, we're looking for your personal finance questions as we talk about these ways, uh, best and worst ways to spend holiday bonuses. The number is one eight seven seven MPB ring. Our phone number is one eight seven seven. Six seven two seven four six four. You can always email the show. It's money at mpbonline.org. And again, if you have uh, some suggestions on uh, smart ways to spend holiday bonuses or windfalls of cash throughout the year, uh, call in and let us know. All right, our next pair is, uh, they say the good way, the best way to spend this extra money is to spend it on an experience. And I think we've talked about this in the last couple of weeks about holiday giving and that sort of thing. But, uh, you know, maybe uh, a fun excursion with your family or friends, something like that, uh, that uh, as opposed to buying something material, uh, they're saying that these shared experiences are probably um, more uh, fulfilling, I guess. Well, we know from research that um, we um, remember those more. We attribute more contentment and happiness to an experience versus uh, an item that we purchase. It lasts longer. Um, And as you say, a shared experience is even better. So that's when you have a group experience and you can then go back and talk about it with family members. Do you remember when we took that trip? So um, when it comes to spending money, you're better off spending on an experience than spending on an item. uh, From this, we have research from the book, Happy Money Showed Incredible Happiness Returns from Spending on Memorable Experiences. So, yeah, I think it is the sort of the shared experiences, as you say, especially with friends and family, a good way to strengthen those bonds. And, you know, uh, throughout life, those are the people that uh, you're going to lean on when times get tough and emotional difficulties and that sort of thing. So any chance I would think to strengthen those bonds would be a, a good way to invest that money. This is an interesting one on the worst side. It says to use it as normal cash. And so, in other words, I think the thought is you just put it in your checking account and it sort of whittles itself away through uh, some of your uh, your normal spending. So um, any any thoughts on, on that? Well, one? what that says is you're not even thinking about it. You're just rolling it into your regular spending pattern. And, you know, we have a tendency, if we don't think and plan about our spending, we just spend whatever comes our way. And then we can't account for it. And it just gets frittered away. Um, so I do think, you know, if you have a nice amount of cash coming your way, whether it's a Christmas bonus or as we head into the first uh, part of next year, if you get a tax refund, then you just need to sit down and think about what should we do with this. This is a, um, a larger amount, a bit of a windfall. It's extra. Let's don't incorporate it in our budget, but let's do something special with it. You know, how many times have we heard, well, where did it all go? What did I do with yeah. it? I mean, it, and I've heard that many, many, many times. And, and I agree, if, if you allocate or set a goal around it, what are you really trying to accomplish? And, and, I, and I, a lot of times, without getting real personal, you might want to ask somebody, well, you know what, if I've got X amount of dollars, if I do this with it and maybe not tell them how much money, what do you think about that? And sometimes getting a little feedback or a little accountability partner in a way uh, makes you makes you um, uh, you know focus more on what you're going to do with the money. Yeah, I think you're right. I think if you kind of do fritter it away and you have that, you know, whatever happened to it, you you kind of miss the, it's like you've missed the, the spark, the fun, whatever, the, the specialness of that extra cash. So uh, plan it in advance, especially if it's a holiday uh, bonus or if it's a tax refund, you're going to know in advance uh, that you're going to get it. And so, again, do some planning and uh, get the biggest bang for that buck as you can. 
Got some open phone lines. We're looking for your input this morning, some personal finance questions or some thoughts on the best and worst ways to spend holiday bonuses. Uh, give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring Our phone number is one eight seven seven. 672-7464. You can send an email to money at mpbonline.org. Uh, going back to our list of who to tip and how much for the holidays, um, the one I thought was a little bit interesting, although I was talking to some folks and I guess I understood a little bit better, but the, the mail carrier, I mean, I don't, I don't know why I would give a tip maybe, to the Maybe we could tip them to not... <laughs> put all that stuff in our mailbox. What do you think about that? You know, what, what comes to mind for me, if, if you do order a lot of packages, yes. you guess, and, right. and they bring it to your door, or they go around the mm-hmm. back and bring it, that you say, hey, thank you. Yeah. And, and sometimes you got to where you, you do build a little personal relationship with the mail carrier. They always, it depends on when they're bringing the mail through, if you're at the house at that time, and wave to them, get to know them, then... But I think when they start delivering a lot of packages, that's, that, that is kind of extra effort. So Yeah, I would, th- that, I would agree with that. If, if this time of year, you know, packages go up. And so uh, if you can catch him at the door as they're uh, delivering some packages, although it does say uh, USPS uh, rules, carriers can only accept small gifts worth $20 or less. So if you're thinking about doing that, keep that in mind. The other funny thing is I might like to try the tip the UPS guy, but by the time I get he's to the gone. door, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. hear the knock on the door and you get there and he's halfway down the driveway uh, heading into the big brown van there. So you, you can sometimes, I often will sometimes kind of, hey, thank you. But, you know, like I said, they're busy. You know, if I had to, when I was like, I had to touch a thousand mailboxes, mailboxes a day, and if I got a $10 gift from each one of them, I wouldn't complain. <laughs> That's a pretty good way to look at it. <laughs> That's for the, everyone's fighting for the longer routes now uh, during the holiday season to get those tips. I never thought about it that way, but you're right. That could be uh, quite a windfall. We need to take another quick break. We've got some open phone lines, so if you need uh, some personal finance advice, today is the day. Now is the time to call in and get it. The number is one eight seven seven mpb ring Our phone number is one eight seven seven. 672-7464. You can always email the show money at mpbonline.org. We'll be back with more after this. From the Capitol steps to your front door, MPB News covers the state like no one else. Our team of award-winning journalists keeps you informed on the news affecting your life. MPB News, online at mpbonline.org and on MPB Think Radio. Hi, I'm Dr. Rick Shazo for Southern Remedy. Each Wednesday, we answer your calls on health issues of interest to you. They range from medical questions on kids, young adults, baby boomers, and seniors. Whatever you need to know. Join me for Southern Remedy tomorrow morning at 11 on MPB Think Radio.
I'm Jeremy Hobson. This is a busy month for high school seniors, especially if they have to interview for college. Nowadays, Jeremy, most interviews are done by local alumni who try to make it easy and, you know, invite you to a coffee shop or their office. And really, it's about bringing the paper person to life. Tips for navigating college admissions. That's next time on Here and Now. Today at noon on MPB Think Radio. The end of the year is the perfect time to get rid of that old car that's been taking up space in your driveway or garage. Why not let someone else sell that car for you while you simultaneously contribute to MPB? Donations received by 12 a.m. local time on January 1st count for the 2016 tax year. Wrap up your year in the spirit of holiday giving and receive a tax deduction for your vehicle donation to MPB. To donate or learn more, go to mpbonline.org. Welcome back to Money Talks on MPB Think Radio. I'm Kevin Farrell here with Chris Burford, credit counselor and educator for Clearpoint Credit Counseling Solutions, and Nancy Lotridge-Anderson, associate professor of finance at Mississippi College and president of New Perspectives. We're looking for your personal finance questions this morning as we talk about the best and worst ways to spend a holiday bonus or a windfall of cash any time throughout the year that you get it. Also, we're talking a little bit about uh, uh, the Emily Post Institute's guide for uh, who to tip and how much to tip during the holiday season. However, we do have a caller on the line, so let's first go to the phones and invite Millie, who's called in from Natchez. Good morning, Millie. Good morning. What do you have for us? I, I want to know if the funds you receive from uh, the state uh, treasury, uh, if those are funds that should be reported and do they affect your disability check? Oh, um, I, I don't think that's going to affect a disability check. And whether they're going to affect your, your overall income and how you report that depends on the source of the funds. Um, you know, it could be an inheritance. It, it could be an insurance policy. Um, you really need to talk to whoever helps you with your taxes. But I don't think it's going to be an issue on disability um, because with disability, you know, un- unless that uh amount is counting against you as far as asset i don't I, but I, I still just don't think it would um so i, I don't think it's going to be a problem for you okay thank you all right millie we appreciate your call uh this is money talks on mpb think radio if you have a personal finance question the phone number is one eight seven seven mpb ring our phone number is one eight seven seven six seven two. 7464. You can email the show money at mpbonline.org. So just to kind of recap what we've been talking about, we've uh, talked about who and how much to tip for the holidays. If you have a regular babysitter, Emily Post's Institute suggestion is that cash, uh, maybe up to one evening's pay and possibly get a small gift that you could get from your child. And I would think if you did that uh, to have your kids help pick out what the gift might be, because obviously they uh, interact with the babysitter, I would think, more than you do. Uh, We have talked about uh, a mail carrier, especially if if you're getting a lot of packages throughout the year or especially in the holiday season. You could get a small gift, although the United States Postal Service uh, limits those small gifts to $20 or less. Uh, Who else did we talk about? We talked about daycare providers. Uh, It says a gift between $25 and $70 for each staff member who works with your children, or in this case, it might be an adult, uh, your parents, uh, that sort of a situation. Uh, so keep that in mind. Um, and I think that's all that we've gone through so far. There are some interesting uh, other ones on this list. Uh, the doorman, of course, I always tip my doorman quite well when I leave in the morning. So, But no, I think that's more of a, 
a big city, a big city thing. kind of thing. Yeah, well, my daughter talked about that when they lived in New York. She's like, oh, my gosh, we've got three doormen. I've got to make sure they're all, you know, uh, because those doormen not only open the doors for you, but then they receive um, packages for you, mm-hmm. help you with any kind of problem. And so you want them to be happy. And those gifts were pretty substantial, let me tell you. And again, there's kind of the first line of, of security for your building as well. So you uh, you want to be in, in good uh, a good uh, stead with those folks. <clears throat> also, then we've been talking about uh, best and worst ways to spend a holiday bonus. And again, we can review some of the things we talked about. A good idea for your holiday bonus is to invest in yourself, maybe take a class or uh, a continuing education to improve your job skills. Not such a good idea. We've talked about uh, a new wardrobe, although we clarified that to be if it's some sort of a basic suit or business uh, wear that you could use uh, both for your job and maybe uh, out uh, uh, when you're out on the town, it's a good idea. But maybe don't splurge on the fancy sneakers, the designer pair of jeans, or something that's not uh, quite uh, useful for business. Um, <clears throat> we talked about a, a good way would be to spend money on an experience, maybe a trip for family and friends to kind of strengthen up the bonds between you and the people you interact with. Uh, the bad way uh, is to just put it in your checking account and use it as normal cash. Uh, it seems like you would f- kind of kick yourself for a missed opportunity if you did that. Uh, another one now, we've got another pair. The best way would be to save it in a tax-free investment account. Uh, Nancy, remind us again about a Roth IRA. Well, an IRA is an individual retirement account, and it is um, one that you open and manage yourself versus going through your employer. And you can contribute up to 5500 a year into those. There are two types. There's a traditional IRA, and a traditional IRA, the money you put in, reduces your income for income tax purposes. So you get a tax break on the front end. And then when you take it out later on, you'll pay tax on it at that time. And then there's the Roth IRA. The Roth IRA, you don't get a tax break on the front end. So whatever you put in, you know, doesn't help you on your taxes. But that money grows totally tax-free, which is huge. So especially for a younger person, being able to put some money aside in a Roth IRA Both of those um, have rules as far as who can contribute depending on your overall income. So check with your tax preparer to see if you qualify. Um, The younger you are, the more I push people in the direction of Roth IRAs. You can do a Roth IRA or a traditional IRA in addition to your employer plan. So try to do everything. That's right, and the the thought here was, uh, you know, to go ahead and and make sure that four hundred one k is getting its full contribution, and then any money left over, uh, the suggestion would be to fund it with an IRA or a Roth IRA. Uh, both, I guess, have advantages. It's just different ones, and but I I do like that idea of the Roth IRA. You know, the idea of that tax free money uh, when you retire does sound enticing. That's for sure. We got another caller on the line. We're off to Tupelo this time. Anne has called in today. Good morning, Anne. Good morning. I'm just calling to tell you that the people I like to tip the most are the um, the garbage men that come down my street. And uh-huh. I leave them um, money for each of them on the truck, uh, on the top of the can. And uh, they've gotten used to getting it, I think, because that's the first thing they see it and go for it. Or they're, they're up high on the truck and can see it. And um, I get great service. And I've been doing it so long, I'm not sure if I get great service because of that or I give them money because they gave me great service. <laughs> It's, I think it's a little bit of both there, but uh, that's a good uh, good thought, uh, and we appreciate that. That's on the list as well. And again, you know, Nancy, you would sort of frame this as investing uh, in you know services and that kind of thing. And I would agree. You know, if you can get uh, sometimes 
the trash can ends up in the middle of the street or down right. the road or that yeah. sort of thing. So certainly that's a, a worthwhile uh, person uh, to tip. Uh, the Emily Post Institute uh, suggests a cash or gift uh, um, uh, of about 10 to $30 for each person. Although, again, it does say you want to check uh, the regulations in your city uh, to make sure that that's okay and that you're not doing something that might get the person in trouble. Um, you know, and I would say if you've got a trash can, you know, everybody has all kinds of different types of trash, but if you've got a nice, what I call a premium with wheels and everything, you do like to see it set back right because um, <laughs> sometimes they get tossed. So um, uh, it, it does uh, sometimes pay to take care of your um, uh, the, the trash guy that comes well, by. Well, I just think it's 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 always a good practice to be nice, considerate of those service providers in your lives, and and um, they help you in all kinds of ways. And it's amazing how some little small token like that they remember that and mm-hmm. they um and trust me for this person who called in i'll bet they know mm-hmm. that's the house um and so they will take extra pains also i think this list reminds me reminds us of how much service individuals we interact with you know on a daily basis and i think that's a good point nancy to kind of remember those people that you know it's their job and they're getting paid for it but if you do appreciate it and uh this is the holiday season where people uh, tend to be generous and thankful for things that they have so uh these small uh gifts uh, are will go a long way i think in in uh in just making their holiday a little bit better as well We've got some open phone lines. Again, we're looking for some personal finance questions. If you have one, the number is one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Send an email to money at mpbonline.org. So we're on our best and worst ways to spend uh, a holiday bonus or a windfall of cash when you get it throughout the year. We talked about saving it in a tax-free investment account. Maybe not such a good idea would be to let it sit in a low interest account. So uh, I think saving, investing money is a good idea. But, Nancy, certainly you need to kind of consider what vehicles you're using. Well, I, but I'm going to qualify that because if you don't already have a nice savings account and those savings accounts aren't going to be earning very much, then maybe this is a good way for you to get started with one. So with that bonus at the end of the year and you haven't had that practice of having an emergency account, then this is a good way to get started, right? Right. You know, and, think, and Nancy, you know, what if somebody's a young person, uh, and I know trying to have things kind of in order, but if a young person, they got a good bonus or, uh, you know, a tax refund or a family, if they say, look, I, I want to just buy some stocks, you know, and I, I know this is kind of an interesting, you know, question, but, I mean, what is the best way to, for a beginner to start to buy stocks or is there a good mutual fund out there? If other stuff is kind of in order. Well, if everything else is in order and you've got your savings account and you're, uh, you don't have a lot of consumer debt, those credit cards are taken care of, um, and you have some extra money and you've already done everything you can do to your employer plans, then you can open up just a regular brokerage account. So you can go to E-Trade, Schwab, uh, Schwab uh, TD Ameritrade, Vanguard, Fidelity, any of these places and open an account. You might want to start with using a mutual fund or an exchange-traded fund, which is just a collection of other stocks. And so that gives you instant diversification. And so you have some protection versus just, I'm going to just pick one stock and throw all my money at that. And you can work your way up if you have some experience in it into doing a little bit of stock picking along the way, but you want to limit that to a percentage of your total portfolio. 
And uh, you had mentioned, uh, uh, you know, consumer debt, and, and I think this is a, something we've talked about on the show before. Uh, if you get a windfall, uh, maybe not spending all of it on, on reducing your debt, but if you have some consumer debt, maybe 50 to 75%, but then still stick a little bit off to the side uh, to talk about the things we've been talking about, maybe to make it a little bit special, uh, that experience with friends, that, that sort of thing. So uh, the, we're not saying that it's all one thing or another. You can sometimes portion it out uh, and put a little bit here and a little bit there, that sort of thing. We need to take one final break this hour. When we get back, we've got some open phone lines, and we're still looking for those personal finance questions at one eight seven seven mpb ring Our phone number is one eight seven seven. 672-7464. You can always email the show as well. It's money at mpbonline.org. Got a couple more pairs to get through on the best and worst ways to spend a holiday bonus. We'll have that and hopefully your phone calls after this final break of the hour. Information presented on Money Talks is meant to provide general information about the topics discussed and is not necessarily the opinion of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. The information presented does not create any type of relationship between the hosts and guests and the listening audience. Please consult a financial advisor or any other qualified professional for guidance about your personal finance questions. Your home for the arts and music is MPB Music Radio. From classical to bluegrass and everything in between, MPB Music Radio has a sound for every ear. For information on where to find MPB Music Radio, visit mpbonline.org. This is an important message for all MPB viewers who use an antenna to receive MPB TV. On Monday, December 12th, our Dot .1 and Dot .2 channels will change. MPB HD will move to Dot .1. A brand new 24-7 children's channel, PBS Kids, will premiere soon on Dot .2. Subchannels Dot .3 and 4 will continue to carry Create TV and MPB Think Radio just as before. Cable and satellite viewers shouldn't be affected. If you have questions, please visit our website at mpbonline.org. I'm Jeremy Hobson. This is a busy month for high school seniors, especially if they have to interview for college. Nowadays, Jeremy, most interviews are done by local alumni who try to make it easy and, you know, invite you to a coffee shop or their office. And really, it's about bringing the paper person to life. Tips for navigating college admissions. That's next time on Here and Now. Today at noon on MPB Think Radio. This is Money Talks on MPB Think Radio. Kevin Farrell here with Chris Burford and Nancy Lodger-Janderson. Got a couple of topics going on today. We've been talking about the best and worst ways to spend a holiday bonus or a windfall of cash throughout the year should you get one. We've also been talking about a list created by the Emily Post Institute. She's the expert on etiquette uh, about to who and how much to tip for the holidays. I think we had someone uh, called in to ask about how much you should tip a hairdresser. So on our list here... There's both a barber and a beauty salon staff. So between the two, it says uh, cash or a gift for a barber up to the cost of one haircut. 
And for a beauty salon staff, cash or gift, depending on whether you tip well after each service, uh, and up to the cost of one salon visit, <laughs> divided for each staff member who works with you. Give individual cards or a small gift uh, for each of those who work on you. Again, I don't go to a beauty salon. I go to the barber shop. But how, how many people generally work on you at a beauty salon? Well, a lot do for me. <laughs> you know, it takes a lot to keep this all going here. Okay, but what, so I'll, it would I'll, be... I'll interject here because okay. I have a... Uh... I, the guy who cut my hair for a long time, and I'm not, I'm not with him anymore. Uh, oh, we <laughs> we, uh, we had this conversation because I never knew that you tip a barber. Right. So he told me that you tip a barber if if you um, if he owns the chair. Ah. If he owns the shop, you tip the barber, and if he doesn't, then you wait. If he owns the shop, you don't tip. Right. And if he doesn't own the shop, then you do. Well, I, I do yeah. for all of them, regardless. Yeah. I just started doing it for everybody because I yeah. don't know. Yeah, really... and trying to. <laughs> but, you know, you have, there's usually the somebody who's shampooing you. And, mm -hmm. you know, I I'm, I'm, might have somebody doing a little bit to the color over here, Kevin. <laughs> and then there's well, the is cut. That usually, like, the, is a nail salon still, I mean, is that still part of it? Or is that now kind of a separate cottage industry? Well, my, in my case, it's separate. They, okay. they don't do nails in there. Um, I, I usually tip the barber because I tend to get the, uh, the thing at the barbershop I go to, you get a shampoo and a hot towel treatment, that kind of thing. And I don't, if I think they do a good job, I'll tip them. Plus it's interesting is the, if you use a debit or credit card, the little, you know, thing that you slide actually has the thing for tip. So I think, yeah, but the last time I went through to my salon, they were not doing that for some reason they've changed that, which now it makes it a little bit more difficult for me to do a tip. Well, and this is sort of off the thing, but there is a restaurant in town, and it has a sign-up that says, if you can, please tip your waiter in cash. And I'm like, I, I don't usually carry a lot of cash around. So. I mean, nobody does anymore. Yeah, that's, that to me was odd. I don't know. That that seems like maybe they're trying to skirt some tax laws there or something. Maybe I don't You know, know, historically, probably, you know, I, I know when I go haircut, tip, go the go to a restaurant, tip, um, you know, and I'm trying to think of, other places or other services that I tip on a regular basis, and those are only two that can kind of come to me. Um, and I'm just trying to think off the top of my head what else, but um, but a lot of these are, are around special times, and they and I'm, I'm just looking through the list here, and honestly, probably a good bit of consumers might somewhat use about a third of this list in a way, and so you got to keep this mind. You better plan ahead and build that into your into your budget a little bit um, because twenty five dollars here, fifty dollars there. You know, next thing you know, you're you're looking at two or three hundred dollars. Not complaining. I'm just saying you just got to keep keep that in mind. Right. I think that's a good thing. Is that if you're going to do some uh, spread the cheer around, shall we say, during the holiday season? You know, as we say, planning I think is very important in all kinds of uh, financial uh, the, uh, transactions and that sort of thing. So yeah, draw up a list of who you think uh, deserves a tip so that you don't uh, get yourself in too much trouble. The other interesting thing on this list is the beauty salon staff is the only one where it says, depending on whether you tip after each service, because in a barber shop, I just tip every time I get a haircut. So Yeah, and I usually do as well. I think that that's, uh, if, if you do that, maybe, I don't know, maybe you still would tip a little bit extra just uh, to add a little holiday cheer. But I thought that that was interesting that that's the only one on this list that mentions that. Uh, got a little bit of time left. Do we want to work in one call before the end of the hour? You can at one eight seven seven mpb ring The phone number is one eight seven seven 
672-7464. We've been talking about the best and worst ways to spend a holiday bonus or a windfall of cash. Uh, the next one, best way, Nancy, invest in a financial planner. I think that's mm-hmm. a good thing to do because um, if you're, and of course you may have to wait until the first of the year when things calm down, but um, to really then get some professional help and some guidance and come up with a plan it will be worth it for you to do that, to pay somebody a little bit to um, help you navigate some of this, uh, negotiate between two partners as they figure out what's most important to um, save for and how to invest, and to get you started. And it's going to pay off in a huge ways in the future. You know, I, and I think a lot, I'm, I'm a true believer in this, and what you're talking about there, Nancy, is, um, you know, if you, you know, you're, there's, I guess as you say, an hourly rate planner, you know, you sit down and talk to them. But it's not just then. It's not the next six months. You're talking about five years, 10, 15, 20. Right, yeah. The return on that investment can be huge. And I think, honestly, that's the approach you should take, you know. And uh, and you're relying on that knowledge and experience and advice. And, and honestly, that's you're getting a good return on your investment by doing that. Also, I would think, uh, and if it's, again, maybe it's the first of the year and you want to try to help set your uh, priorities for that year, uh, it's a way to at least establish a relationship. So then in the future, if you run into a situation where you think you might need some financial advice, you've got someone that at least is a little bit familiar uh, with you and your situation. On the worst side of the spending the holiday bonus, it's buying a car. Um, And they say that uh, the uh, car payments um, you know, there's something. So this, if this is obviously an expense, unless you've got a holiday bonus big enough to buy the entire car, which that would be. Well, unless you need a car, right? Okay, okay. because uh, you need to look at a car as this is transportation, so I can get to a job and produce income, or I can take care of other needs that I have. Um, so if you're looking at it that way, and you say I, I need a car, then this could be one way to have some extra money to put down on the purchase. Well, that's true too because I think this time of year, it's, I've been I've been interested that the whole Black Friday becoming the entire month of November and December. Uh, it, it seems to me that car companies have been among the most frequent advertisers. So, well, this- that's because our car sales have slowed down dramatically. So we saw huge numbers over the last mm-hmm. few years in auto sales, and of course, that's what we call a durable good, meaning this is not something we buy every week or even every year you know we we usually buy a new car every seven to ten years and so um we were running out of people to purchase those cars <laughs> and we're starting to see those numbers decline for our auto manufacturers and so they are doing things to try to pump up those sales and so if you need a car this could be a good time to shop around mm-hmm. and the thought here again is if you do get that uh, you know look at your monthly spending plan and make sure that that uh, that monthly car note is not going to cause too much uh, distress there and the final pair got a little about 30 seconds left best would be to donate your bonus maybe give it to charity or someone else who needs uh, some help during the holiday season worse would be to gamble it which in this state there are many places you can go uh, but probably not a good idea to uh, to bet it all on red no, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> Although it's interesting, it does say that sometimes people receive an unexpected lump of mo- sum of money. They say, "Well, I, you know, I'm going to try to make more, and if I lose it, well, 
it was, you know, it was a bonus anyway. But uh, well, if they're going to take that approach, just come see me, and I'll take half of it, <laughs> and I'll save it for well, them, and back, give it to them in six well, months. Well, or back to that, give it to somebody who can really need it. I agree. There we yeah. go. That's going to wrap us up for today. Money Talks is a production of MPB Think Radio, but in part by generous financial support from you, our listeners. If you need to hear today's show or a previous show, one way to find it is to go to mpbonline.org slash talks. So for Nancy Lotridge-Anderson and Chris Burford, I'm Kevin Farrell, inviting you to stay tuned. Up next, it's In Legal Terms. That's followed at 11 with Relatively Speaking. We'll be back next Tuesday at 9 for another Money Talks, heard only on MPB Think Radio.